the Mel Gedroyd Podcast. Hey there, it's Mel G, and this week on our Natty Little Podcast, we shall be talking about the House of Lurgy, which has been infecting me for about a week. We shall be talking about weathermen, how much we love them, and also avocados. Avocados and allergy to the aforementioned avocado fruit. If you like that, then do have a listen to me every Saturday lunchtime from One on Magic. There'll be lots more chat and some great songs thrown in for good measure. Listen, Bush, I, I'm so glad to be here. I, this is going to sound awful. Slight confessional time. Uh-huh. Let's put a sort of metaphorical grill between us. Yes. Um, and uh, have some smells and bells around us. Uh, look, it's been the house of plague, Chamois. Mm. The last, sorry for shame why that's quite pretentious, but there you go, that's me all over. For the last wick bush, they're going down like dominoes at home. It was half term, of course. Yes. One of them got ill, then the next, then the next, then the next. Now, I like being Florence Nightingale. I like that role. Mm-hmm. For a day. Yes. The first day, I am literally Lady with a Lamp. My voice is soft. I'm there when anyone needs me. I'm preparing possets, hot poultices, cold compresses. Balms and rubs. Balms and rubs. Bit of balming and rubbing. I'm there with a tray and and an unguent voice. Cut to day two. Yes. The voice is a bit harder. Day three, I'm literally like that. (laughs) Mate, honestly, it's really good to get out of the house. I'm not going to lie to you. Have you gone a bit matron on them now? I'm I'm beyond. I'm Nurse Ratchet. (laughs) Is that her name? (laughs) I think so. From uh, Cuckoo's Nest. (laughs) Matey, it's really good to be here, honestly. So you've had a week of your kids being ill, pretty much. Yep. And you you must feel bad. Do you feel guilty about the fact that it's starting to get on your nerves a little bit? I feel many things, Bush. And I always ask you this, Bush, but is she a relation? Is she? I like to think that somewhere back in the Bush family tree, she's involved. She's bound to be. Well, look, if they took Danny Dyer back to... Who do they link him to? And who do you think the oh, um, second, wasn't it? Something like that. Then, my God, I, I'm not, by jingo, I can be related to Kate Bush. Please. Please. Why, why don't we... Can't you do it online? You go to some sort of... Um, oh... Hereditary site. Yeah, Ancestry.com. Ancestry, exactly. Go there and see if you're related. Well, I did a thing recently where I took a clipping of my hair and sent it off for a sample. (laughs) What, to Kate Bush? Well, to Kate Bush, yeah, I know. I'm going to got a letter from the court saying never do that again. (laughs) Stop sending the hair, Andy. No, I send this thing off. You send a little clipping of your hair... And they. To to where, Bush? I'm confused. Some kind of outside um, clinic. And they tell you what you're allergic to, and then if you want to carry that on, I think you can use that as DNA for seeing whether you're connected to any, you know, famous people from ancient history. Right. We need to get hold of one of Kate Bush's hairs. Yes. And then we need to get hold of one of yours, Mm -hmm. and you send them off in the same freezer bag. I'm assuming you did send them in a freezer bag. Absolutely. To the place, the clinic, and let's see if there's a match. Because all I know at the moment, Mel, is the only bit of information I've got in so far from them is that I shouldn't be eating avocados because I'm intolerant to them. Are That's you? it. And they got that from your hair. From your hair. It's really interesting. I once visited with a friend. I wasn't there myself. I visited with a friend to support this bloke who made her put things in her hand <laughs> and then stand with her arms outstretched. Yeah. And if the hand went down, 
if you can picture that, like a sort of set of scales, yeah. one went down, then she was allergic to it. And he put some brie into her hand <laughs> and it went absolutely <laughs> mad that the scales went completely... That sounds that amazing. Sort of thing. That, it does sound like that. He sounds like a bit of a charlatan, doesn't he, that fella? He had the deepest sort of um, tennis tan I've ever seen. Yeah. The guy was obviously so loaded. Rolex watch... <laughs> Tennis racket in the corner, do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, I A love real it. sort of, hello. Well, I'll just put the brini in this hand yeah. and some biscuits in the other, see what happens. <laughs> such a smoothie. If you're listening to this show right now and you, you may be halfway through making a sandwich, just try it out, weigh up two different items, see which is heavier. That's so amazing, you, isn't it? So you mustn't eat avocados. Uh, that's me done with avocado, I'm afraid. That was a shame, it's I such know. a lovely fruit. I'd have been happy with like, if they'd have just like cancelled out prunes or something. Yeah, that exactly. I very rarely come across, but avocados, yeah. while getting into them... God, blimey. But since you've stopped eating them, do you feel better? I haven't stopped yet. I'm not, I'm not, I can't come to terms with the news. <laughs> I don't want the good times to end. Oh, Bush. On, uh, on that note, that, I mean, that's, that's, that's sad, isn't it? It is sad. It is, but I don't want this to hang like a pall over the remainder of no. the programme. Podcast time, podcast yes. time. Good, open up the jar of delights. Oh, oh. No, I feel bad, right, because the podcast what? What? jar sits, like, s- sealed up for the week yeah. I always get to go on it first it's so I get fine. the best noise no because I know you love it I really do I love do. it it's I'm, the highlight of my week and vicariously I see the enjoyment and therefore enjoy it myself <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to go for the all of these notes have been written by people <laughs> in their office I'm going to go for one that's a different colour to the others which okay. is intriguing me so let's have a look okay good what does it say it says yeah ever eaten a whole donut without licking your lips no it's scientifically impossible there's no way you can do that I mean, no. In fact, it's making my mouth itch yeah. as I think of it, that feeling of having the sugar on. Oh. Isn't it? Oh, yeah, Ugh. it's that shuddery type stuff, isn't it? I'm, I'm taking it that the person on the different coloured paper has managed to do that him or herself. Yeah, I think they probably have, and they're boasting about it. But, you know, it's like when you see uh, people with, like, if they have a pasty or, or a steak slice for lunch and it goes all over their jumper, you just want to dust them down. Oh. You know, get yourself sorted out. Food in a beard, Bush, oh. is the worst. That puts me off. Isn't puts it? Puts me off a fella big time. Isn't it? Isn't I can he stand it? Isn't it? I was opposite somebody in the tube the other evening. I think he was, he was probably a bit two sheets to the wind. And he had some sort of pie on the go, <laughs> half of it in the beard. And I, it literally made me want to... GIF, is that the right word? What is a GIF? It's something online now. GIF is a moving image. Oh, is it? it? Yeah, like a little moving image you send. What did you want to do then? It made you want to what? GIF. (laughs) I wanted to make a moving image of it. Oh, I see what you mean. You wanted to record it. No, not really. (laughs) I'd have believed that if you'd have agreed with it. thought that the lead singer of Supertramp was the same guy, uh, Ted Neely, that uh, was Jesus in the Jesus Christ Superstar. But really? somebody said he wasn't. They look quite similar. They do look quite similar. Very similar. Let's not get in the way of that rumour. Please, if you're listening now, tell two other people that he is, in fact, the bloke from Jesus Christ Superstar. <gasps> Neely, Ted Neely, mm-hmm. who must be nudging 70 now. Yes. Must be. Still plays the part sometimes in concert performances. Can still reach the high notes of uh, Jesus Christ Superstar. I love it when people can still do stuff. I know. I groan and sometimes can't get up if I've bent down to pick something up. I know. 
and he's still doing stuff on stage. Well done him. It's great, isn't it? Yes. Really strong. Uh, now, Bush, I am excited. There's the motivational bed of music that I was requiring. It's Bush's Red Letter Day. Bush, what day is it? Mel, seeing as you're on a bit of a two-hour respite from your house of sicknesses oh, and ills... it's great. It's so good to be here. You're going to yes. love today's Red Letter Day. Come on. Because today is World Wine Day. Oh, Ooh. as in wine. As in wine. As in... Bottles and bottles oh, of wine. Bottles. I thought you meant like whining about something. No, 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 no. Just you and a glass of wine. Is it? Yes. Oh, tell me more. I've tell got me more. Three amazing facts about wine for everybody. You're going to love this. Good. Number one, Romans discovered that mixing lead with wine not only helped preserve wine, but also gave a sweet taste. Chronic lead poisoning has often been cited as one of the causes of the decline of the Roman Empire. Oh. It was in the wine. So did they did they jump around in buckets, as we presume they did, to crush the grapes? I think they did, yeah. Yes, they basically did. Nice. Fact number two. Good. Women are more susceptible to the effects of wine than men, partly because they have less of an enzyme in the lining of their stomach that is needed to metabolise alcohol. Okay. So sometimes if you feel a bit squiffy ahead of anyone else, it's just nature. Fact number three. When Tutankhamun's tomb was opened in 1922, yes. the wine jars buried with him were labelled with the year, the name of the winemaker, and comments such as, in inverted commas, very good wine. Now, is that really it's true? true. Tutankhamun's tomb was like a really old thresher's, <laughs> by the sounds of it. Amazing, isn't it? That's really good. Very like, good fact. I feel like he's almost a bit cute. Oh, I want to ruffle his hair. God bless little him. Little tootin'. Writing his little TripAdvisor reviews of different bottles of wine. Little rootin' tootin'. Very strong facts for Thanks. your Red Letter Day. Thank you very much for that. Like normally in a band, one of them loses, loses it a bit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Looks like an accountant yeah. at the end of the day. Duran Duran, everyone still looks cool. I know. I know. Good jean stock. Very. I remember Rio Rio. I remember constructing in my bedroom um, a, a a video scenario. Oh yeah. Uh, without a camera, obviously. Yeah. Me and my friend M uh, did the video, reenacted it for about five hours. Was that the one on the boat? Yes. Oh. We dressed as the girls. We did all that. One of us pretended to be Simon Le Bon. It was yeah. It was happy days. It's a shame there was no video cameras knocking around. You could have sent it to them and said, "Look, lads, you're missing a trick. I... This is how the video should have been." Oh God, we used to do that with all the songs, like the Thompson Twins, everything. Spent hours and hours reenacting the videos. Videos were a big thing then. They as well, were weren't huge. They? they were mammoth. Who watched? When was the last time you watched the music video? Oh, I, I can't even remember. I, I couldn't even tell you. Yeah. I literally couldn't even tell you. Do people do them these days? I don't know. Let's go and bother some, um, I don't know, millennials and say, go on, whistle that tune you're listening to. But you can't even whistle it. <laughs> Tap on the window of their cars with your cane. <laughs> Bush, come back to me. Yeah, come I'm back, back to I'm me. Back, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. Uh, now listen, how's your week been? Uh, Mel, thank you for asking. I made a shock discovery about myself this week. Really? Uh, I took my daughter, because it's half term, as we've yes, been talking about. Cool. Uh, we went to go and watch the new movie Sing. Oh, it's so good. Which is brilliant. It's she absolutely so loved it. Some yeah. great songs. And it's about um, a guy who puts on like a brilliant like singing talent competition yeah. at, at his uh, theatre. It's an amazing film. However, for the first time in my life, yeah. I went to sleep for 15 minutes during the film. Happy days, mate. It was amazing. Happy days. I felt, uh, I woke up a bit of a jolt, was a bit shocked, but there was still quite a bit of the film left to go. So yeah. I was okay. Yeah. Uh, but I, I felt reinvigorated. It's I, great. I've never done public sleeping before. Mate, a se- are it's you amazing. kidding me? Are you never. kidding me? I go to the cinema specifically for a little bit of shut eye. Well, I'm this, not going to lie to this you. This is the thing. My friend Matt texted oh. me saying, have a great sleep. Yeah. He, he, went to see, he went to the cinema with his kids the other week, had a brilliant sleep during, and, and yeah. always does a little sleep when the film's on. Mate, jo- jo- literally welcome. 
Oh, really? I feel like I've just entered a club that I'm a bit late to the party no. on this. Did she notice, though? Did your daughter spot that you'd fallen asleep? She just sits there and eats popcorn. She's as happy as Larry. Didn't even my, know I was there. my daughters get quite annoyed if I... <laughs> they, they, they get quite annoyed. They certainly used to. Oh, so I, I was yeah. bringing this up thinking that I might like be a bad person for sleeping during the film but you're saying no no do it more I I have slept through so many kids films from Charlotte's Web <laughs> through the Despicable Me's through the Hop through the Blooming all of them yeah most of Pixar's films hey well let's start a little club if, if you've slept well tell us what you slept through yeah. at Magic FM on Twitter that's great yeah I'm gonna <laughs> you're right there <laughs> I tell you I've got a confession to make about sleeping in cinemas <laughs> which is this I, it's like a, it's almost a Pavlovian reaction now. Is that a cake or a scientist? <laughs> it's both. A bit of both. It's both. Okay. It's a dog and it's also a cake <laughs> and it's a Russian ballerina. Triple points. Good. Daniel Day-Lewis films. Yeah. I've slept through every single one. Lincoln, two thirds of it. Gangs of New York, all of it. <laughs> and the one where they, they, there must be oil. No, oh. blood. Blood's in the ground. What's it called? Blood. There must be blood. All right, my mum. There must be blood. There, there will, will be, be oil. Blood. There will there be, will be blo- blood oil. What is it? No, there will be blood. There will be blood. There will be blood. The whole ruddy film. <laughs> Head back, yeah. thrown back. I mean, and they're long films. Really his, long. His films are always really long. There was that one as well where he was like uh, chasing around in uh, American frontier type Last time. of the Mohawks. Last of the Mohawks, can, yeah. Yeah. You slept during that one? Never even seen it. I reckon I'd have a sleep during that one as well. Don't even talk to me about it, because it, it actually makes me want to go to sleep. I've got a real issue. <laughs> Isn't that terrible? And he's one of the world's greatest actors. So let me, I just want to kind of nail down your sleeping pattern with this then, Mel. So you'll, you'll happily sleep in the cinema? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Any time, any time of day. If the film starts around 9pm, it's game over. Yeah. I will go in the opening credits. <laughs> In the blooming trailers, honestly. If it's in the middle of the day, it might take me a bit more time. Yeah. Kids film straight away. What about at home? Are, they, are your kids annoyed with you because they've got to fill you in on what's happened because you've yes. fallen asleep? You're that, you do that as well? We're watching Glee at the moment. We're going through the whole thing because I never caught it the first time around. And it is brilliant. But I reckon I've seen about half of it and slept through half. <laughs> <laughs> and the kids are really You'd be annoyed. so infuriating to watch a movie with them. Because they've got to constantly give you a in previously on Glee. Exactly. But their own little, their own little uh, version of it just for you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, sleep is the greatest thing to ever have been invented. Okie dokes, it's my turn. Ooh. Ooh. Hey, that's a good noise. Oh, this is lovely. This is so nice. Who is your fave weather presenter, TV? That's a great question. Can I say that I have to go with Richard Angwin, who was the local BBC... uh, Devon? Yeah. Southwest? Yes. Tell me all about him. I love this guy. Tell me everything. I'm glad you know who he is. Tell me everything. Every area in Great Britain has got its own BBC local yes. current affairs programme, oh. whether it's like, uh, I've lived in, in areas covering Points West. Ah, oh, Points West. Fred Dynage in the Southampton area, yeah. he's great. He's not a weather presenter, but he is top. Local legend. Local or, news. Or Spotlight, as it was down in, yes. in Devon when I was a kid. Oh, Spotlight. But Richard Angwin, who now works for Al Jazeera TV. So he's, he, the, the, you know, they've taken a load of newsreaders and stuff. He's moved on, yeah. But yeah, so he works on there now and occasionally tune in just to hear his brilliant Bristolian delivery Aww. of the weather. So we got a couple, but he has to say of like of like places in the Middle East now. So in Addis Ababar, we got a bit of a bad weather patch coming through there in Addis Ababar, and over there in uh, Jordan, that's going to be a bit changeable. 
I'm lo- I'm loving Anguin, mate. Oh, he's brilliant. Do you actually tune in to Jazeera just to check him out? I have it on in the studio every day just so I can see Anguin. Anguin. I love the guy. Since he's moved to Jazeera, though, has he changed his look or has he maintained the Devonian look that he had? Do you know what he's done? They've made him get rid of his glasses and wear contacts to kind of zhuzh him up a bit. Oh. But you know when you've known someone with glasses and then yeah. they don't wear glasses and you always think, oh, they've left their glasses somewhere lying around. Yes. I have the same situation, Mel. If I've ever met a woman when she's pregnant to start with and then she has the baby and then it's all normal, yeah. I always think of them as being really thin because the first bit in their head is the bit that gets taped over in terms of I see them as pregnant. Does that make any sense? I, I, yeah. I, I, I was just thinking I've never seen you without your glasses. Before. I know. That is, it's quite weird. Yeah. I, think, I don't look... Great. Yeah. yeah. I look a bit kind no, of, of course you do. tiny Gosh. eyed, piggy eyed. No, you d- don't. I look piggy eyed. Don't be ludicrous. Just... Now, the, the pregnant woman thing, I am, I'm, I'm, so what you're saying is, yeah. if you see somebody pregnant, you get used to them being a bit tubbier. So when you see them back to normal, you think of them as very thin. My best friend Richard, right, he, I, when I first met his mum, she was pregnant with his sister Abigail. Okay. So from then on, I've always thought, oh, she's lost loads of weight. Ah, because the okay. bit that is saved into the very primitive hardwiring of my brain yeah. is her with a, with a baby in her tummy. Yes. I think I might have a few problems. It's No, it's it's fine. It's good. I think we've 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 worked through. We've worked through. Who, who's your favourite weather presenter? Just... Well, it's, it's all to do with glasses. For oh, yeah. me, it will forever be the late... The great Ian McCaskill. Oh, he was awesome, wasn't he? Scottish guy, just so cute. Had the most amazing voice, had the most brilliant delivery. Yeah. And um, just was such a kind of weather fanatic. And he was quite a playful, playful chat, wasn't he? Hello. Yes, yes, yes. Back in the era when they used to have stick-on clouds they used to do as well. Absolutely. And he always wore, he teamed a dark trouser with a pale blazer. Not many people could do that. It was quite natty. Yes. And was just so sweet and cuddly. I loved McCaskill. I really, I miss him. And Let, I salute him. Let's send out some big love to Anguin and McCaskill. Anguin, I, I need yes. to, I need to find Anguin now. He's the man. Check out his, uh, check out his British. Brit- oh, well, uh, coming over Abu Dhabi. <laughs> bit got of a, a um... terrible storm <laughs> up at Abu Dhabi. So good. I think we've, I think we've, uh, yeah, we've made our, we've made our thoughts very clear on weather presenters. It's now time for Tell Mel. You can literally. Ask me anything. Hey Mel, it's Dennis. I just bought myself a guitar to play in the evenings to, you know, chill out with after a busy day at work. What should be the first foot-tapping song I learned to play? Dennis, I'm worried by the fact that you have used the words foot and tapping. Any song that you are planning to play which involves foot and tapping should not be played at all. Next, please. Hey Mel, it's Phil. I've had the kids all week for half term and I'm on the brink of insanity. Sunday I can have a few hours to myself to unwind. What should I do? Phil, you and me both. Have you also had the lurgy plaguing you for the whole week? I have and I'm going absolutely mad. Now, I would go off somewhere very far, go to a train station, see how much money there is in your purse and literally buy a ticket that takes you as far away as possible for the day and then come back. I don't know where it'll be. Maybe it'll be Wigan. Maybe it'll be Hull. Maybe it'll be Land's End. Just do it. Do it, Phil. Enjoy the the subtle sound of the railway just taking you far, far away. You'll come back, of course you will, but go far. Next, please. Hey, Mel, it's Jacqueline. A woman in my office keeps stealing my posh organic butter from the communal fridge. I know it's her. I can see her using it on her toast. What do I do? 
How dare she? Revenge, Jacqueline. Revenge is the only answer and it will be yours. Put something into her Tupperware box that's slightly unpleasant. A maggot. A little slug. Something like that. (laughs) Do something to really pep her up. How dare she take your butter? Next time she has it on her toast or whatever it is, she probably eats crackers or something. Lift it up high and proud in the office and say, this is my organic butter stolen from this awful woman. It'll make you feel a lot better. Oh, thanks so much for listening to our little podcast. Hear more, hear more lols and larks like that every Saturday lunchtime from one on Magic. The Mel Gedroyd Podcast.